Welcome to the Little Studio Comedy Club podcast. I'm your host, Jen Johnson. Typically, I chat with comedians, but I got a chance to talk with Trans-Siberian Orchestra guitarist and musical director Al Petrelli about TSO getting back out on the road and bringing their incredible concert to Kansas City for two shows this December at T-Mobile Center. From quarantine to broken legs to Patrick Mahomes, we covered a lot of ground. And here is that conversation. Good morning. It's Al from TSO. How are you? Al Petrelli, how are you? I'm doing good, darling. How you been? Everybody okay, safe, healthy, Man, doing the best they can? I'm telling you what, we, we don't deserve the goodness we've had around here. We've been very, very fortunate, and we've stayed in studio through all of this madness, and everybody's been really, really good. God bless. Good for you guys. So Al Petrelli... Trans-Siberian Orchestra guitarist and musical director. Man, I always look forward to talking with you every year because Uh, that signals that the holidays are coming. And this year more than ever, that just signals some serious comfort and like return to normalcy. And thank goodness you guys are back live. Yes, ma'am. Well, first of all, it's so good to hear your voice. And I'm so glad that we're talking about something positive right now, you know. Yeah. And I wish everybody in your listening area, you know, just thoughts and prayers. I hope everybody stays safe. And I can't wait to come back and put on the biggest rock show ever with, for you guys. I mean, yeah, I, I feel like a caged animal just like <laughs> sitting here waiting, you know. And um, the fact that we got a green light to tour this year after not being around last year is just such a blessing. And the fact that we're also celebrating our 25th anniversary this year. So wow. uh, it's going to be quite the show. It's yeah. be amazing. I can't wait. Well, last year you had the biggest ticketed live stream event, but this year, I mean, we're talking 99 concerts, 59 cities. You aren't messing around. You are back and at it. Oh, no, no, no. Put me in, coach. And, you know, when you mentioned the live stream, though, Last year when we did that, it was like, okay, the tour's canceled. You know, the, the fact that that sentence came out of anybody's mouth was ridiculous because we've never canceled the show. You know, yeah. we've never. I mean, I broke my leg in the middle of a guitar solo one year what? and kept playing. You know, we do not lay down. We don't quit. We love this thing, you know. And in order, the, the live stream was like, okay, well, listen, just give me any swing at the plate this year. I'll take it. And we went and did it, and it was awesome. You know, it was different, whatever, you know. But at the end of it, when our management told us how many we sold, I really got emotional for a minute because we sold two. 250,000 streams to people's homes. And I was like, oh my God, even during this pandemic, people, you know, they love this tradition and albeit virtually, but we did have a chance to be all together celebrating Paul O'Neill's work. And I was so happy and grateful. And it really was a very emotional moment for me. That's incredible. But let's backtrack because mm-hmm. I feel like you just skipped over a very important story. You broke your leg in the middle of a solo? Oh my God. It was like 2007 or 2008. I was feeling all sorts of froggy opening night in <laughs> Omaha, Nebraska. And I jumped off the riser like a 25 year old. And <laughs> In midair, I'm like, I'm 45, dude. This ain't right. And I was like, you know, like, you ever miss, like, the bottom stair and you're yep. out or something? You go to step and it ain't there. Well, that's what it did. So I landed, snapped my ACL, broke <gasps> my leg. And right in the middle of, like, oh, um, oh holy night, I'm going to hold this really long note and snap it. I was like, ooh, that hurt. Oh. <laughs> so I sat at the edge of the riser, and, and you know, Paul O'Neill happened to be at the show that He's like, what is he doing? He's having a very sensitive moment. Okay, whatever. <laughs> And then at the end of the song, I went to walk off stage, and obviously my leg buckled, and you know I face planted right into a piano or something, whatever. And they put me on a bar stool, and I finished the show. You know, this is what we do. Wow. Now, see, I tore my ACL playing college basketball, so I know that feeling very well. And the weird thing with that injury is that it hurts incredibly badly right when it happens. And then, like you said, when you get up to walk, you'll be fine for a couple steps, and then it just gives out, and you just fall. Yeah, yeah, and that was so. I did the entire tour. I got like some RoboCop looking leg brace on. We happened to be um, 
the next day up in Calgary where the Olympics were a bunch of years ago. So they had a really good sports stock up there. And they set me up with a, um, you know, a leg brace, a knee brace, and a wheelchair. And I was like, oh, whatever. And you just listen. You do what you got to do. You adapt, you overcome, you improvise. You know, the show comes first. People deserve to have, you know, everybody paid money for the tickets. I'm not going to give them, you know, you know, less than perfect show. I just was a little less mobile than normal. <laughs> wow. <laughs> now, I saw and some... I tell you, the rehab, I, I don't know about you, but the rehab was excruciating for me. That, that oh, was awful. not pleasant. No, it was awful. And I did mine way back in 1993. And Ooh. I just remember... Right after the surgery, they put me in that machine. Maybe you had the same thing where it moves your leg for you 24 hours a day. And Mm -hmm. I would just cry and beg my dad, can we please turn it off for 10 minutes? Just give me 10 minutes without my leg moving. Oh, the worst. Oh, no. It, it, listen, I'm glad you got through it. I'm glad I got through it. And, you know, there'll be no more jumping off a ride anytime <laughs> soon. I, I tell you that. But don't act like you're not still active because I saw quarantine videos of you with your kids and you're boxing and you're wrestling and you're all moving around. You made quarantine look like fun. Well, listen, it's look, I don't want to make light of the horror that so many people have been um, just subjected to sure. you know, during this pandemic. I mean, a lot of people have suffered greatly, a lot of loss, a lot of families, always thoughts and prayers going out to them. But, you know, when they lock the world down, it's like, you know, I'm home with my two little girls, you know, and they're like, are we going to school? I'm like, no, school is going to be close for a while. We're going to do it virtually. And then, you know, you, you learn to do things over the course. I've learned to live in the moment. I did so many things in this last 18 months that I would never sit still to do. Right. You know, so, you know, boxing with my girls, doing jujitsu, or, you know, I, I watched a lot of bubble guppies with my youngest daughter. <laughs> I know I can sing Baby Shark in like 17 different languages at this point. You know, uh-huh. you know and that, and like every banana, apple, grapefruit, and pizza yep. that we ate for like five months tasted like a Clorox wipe. So it was definitely <laughs> a learning curve for a long time. But, you know, I just feel bad mostly for my children. You know, my three older boys are out and living their lives, but the girls, you know, going to school, wearing masks, or when they weren't going to school, not being able to socialize. That's a big part of their uh, education as well, just developing social skills. So we tried to do the best we can. You know, my wife and I, you know, we just kind of ponied up. She's about ready to kill me. Yeah. You know, I don't get out of the house and get to work soon. <laughs> but short of that, you know, we did the best that we could do. But I'm sure it gave you time for new songs, new production, a new show for people who are mm. going to go see Trans-Siberian Orchestra this year. What can we expect uh, to see? Well, we pulled out a, a couple new songs that we've never played before that we're going to put into the set. Uh, so the front half of the show will be completely different. The back half of the show will be different. And then, of course, we're doing Christmas Eve and other stories in its entirety, you know, written by Paul O'Neill back in 96 and again, celebrating its 25th birthday, which I don't know about you, but 25 years went by in a heartbeat. Oh, yeah. It's incredible when you look over your shoulder and go, where did the time? And it's been a great 25 years. You know, mm-hmm. I wouldn't change a thing. As far as the production goes, I never really know what's going on until I get to production rehearsal. You know, that's when I turn into a 15 year old and look at all the <laughs> stuff and go, this is going to be awesome. Yeah. But I promise you that all our department heads, the crews, the pyro guys, the laser guys, the hydraulics guys, all of them have been sitting in their pajamas for 18 months. They haven't been working either. So they've been putting pens to paper. I can't wait to see what kind of zany ideas that come up for this year. That's going to be huge. And one of the things that's so great about TSO is you guys donate at least $1 from every ticket sold to charity. We're talking about like $16 million at this point. Who are some of the people being helped with this? Well, that's always, um, it's you guys and the promoter and your community that will tell us, you know, what's a good charity to get involved with. You know, I kind of stay clear of that. I'm just proud to be part of an organization that gives back and cares so much. You know, Paul O'Neill and his family, you know, they are the most generous, loving, caring people I've ever met in my life. And this isn't something, you know, that Paul and his wife and his daughter started doing recently. This is who they were back in the day. I, I remember walking down the streets in New York City, going back and forth to the studio, working for Paul. And every day he would stop and hand somebody a 10 or a 20. Uh, 
know, and he always said, listen, it's not going to change my life at all, but it may change their day. And if I could change their day, maybe they'll have a better tomorrow and, and put them on a different trajectory. So, you know, $17 million is a lot of money, but, you know, it's a dollar at a time, though, and it adds up over the course of 20-something years of doing this. What a great thing. And you guys are going to be in Kansas City. Two shows, T-Mobile Center, December 29th. Tickets go on sale this Friday the 17th. We've been giving away some tickets. Win them before you can buy them this week. And I'm telling you, my phone lights up with texts every time from my friends who are like, so you guys have TSO tickets? And I'm like, I, I can't help you. I get good luck trying to get them because yeah, the hottest ticket every year without a doubt. Oh, I'm so glad. To, and thank you for saying that. Listen, it's a tradition for everybody, you know, in Kansas City. It's a tradition for everybody on and underneath our stage. I mean, we've been doing this, again, recording since 96 and touring since 99. You know, I don't know how to do anything different. I don't ever want to do anything different. And the fact that this was taken away from all of us last year, you know, when you lose something and you finally get it back, you cherish it that much more. So, you know, it, it's going to be just a very emotional, wonderful homecoming. And by the way, random side note, can we talk about Patrick Mahomes for like eight <laughs> seconds? Well, you know, here in Kansas City, his name doesn't get mentioned that often. So, yeah, I mean, it'd be nice. (laughs) What are your thoughts on Mahomes? Well, last year was the first football season I got to watch in literally 20-something oh, years because I'm always away, right? Right. You know, I, you know, so I don't get to watch it until like the playoffs when I get home with the Super Bowl. And, you know, so I know that they won the Super Bowl a couple of years ago. But last year, you know, my five-year-old daughter and I, Layla, well, she was four at the time, explored Sunday afternoon couch potato <laughs> football watching. And one of the first games that came up was, you know, Kansas City. And I'm watching Mahomes play, and I'm like, this guy's a magician. So yeah. I legit, you know, I've been a Jets fan all my life, and I was very proud that they had an almost perfect season last year. I think it's 0-14 or whatever the heck it was. But I, a straight-up am a Chiefs fan, and I watch Mahomes, and it's just like, even the other day against the Browns, it's like, this yep. kid's amazing. I don't mean to call him a kid, but, yeah. you know, this man is amazing at what he does. So, you know, much respect. Well, and it's so, so I'm si- staying a Chiefs fan, not because I'm on the phone with you, but I have absolutely become a Chiefs fan. No, jump on over, please be a part of it Uh, uh, I'm watching the game Sunday against the Browns and still I don't know why I still doubt and in the beginning I'm like oh man this is not going to be good so I have to turn it off right because I'm superstitious and I feel like I can't Mm -hmm. keep watching and then when I come back to it I'm like of course they came back and won why would I have doubted that yeah, it's like he had his double espresso at halftime, and he comes out, and he's like, okay, we're back. You know? Yeah, no, and you know, he doesn't doubt it for two seconds. There's no part of him no, that he lets knows go. what's up. Uh, exactly. Well, Al Petrelli, TSO guitarist, musical director, thank you so much, man. I appreciate the time, and we look so forward to seeing you in December. Uh, always. It's been a pleasure talking to you. Love you, miss you. Can't wait to see you. And, and again, thanks for everything, and it's going to be crazy this year. I'm looking forward to it so much. I love it. Thank you, man. Have a great day. Yes, ma'am. You too.